Hi, this is Sarah, but like actually Sarah. Um, and we just wanted to tell you here before the episode, we love that you guys are listening and we would love to have more people listening. So if you could, if you would tell a friend about this podcast, um, pick out your favorite episode um, and send it to them. Tell them to listen to our newer stuff. Some of our older ones, you know, didn't sound as good, but we love you. Thank you so much and help getting us in more ears. Welcome to Ask Questions. These are not experts. These are not journalists. They are just improvisers. Please do not take them or their advice seriously. Godspeed. listening to Ask Questions, an interview podcast. I'm Tyler. I'm Sarah. And I'm Kathy. Sarah? Mm-hmm. I woke up this morning. Because mm-hmm. I was going to have my breakfast Oreos. Okay. We're out of milk. Um, I, I don't usually drink milk, so... Where did all the milk go, Sarah? I woke up this morning and I wanted my breakfast Oreos with my breakfast milk and it wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Well, um, sounds like a like a cool mystery. I did use some milk to make some mashed potatoes, but I think there was some more left. That's not potato milk, Sarah. It's not potato. I s- specifically get the vitamin D milk because I have a vitamin D deficiency and I get my vitamin D with my Oreos. It's not potato milk. Okay, Tyler. This is why this marriage isn't working. Tyler, this marriage isn't working because we're not married. It was supposed to be a fake marriage. But listen, I won't use the milk for making mashed potatoes. But could you please not bring this stuff up once we're in the studio? Well, you won't talk to me at home. You stay in another room. How, how else? This is the first time I've seen you in two days. Kathy... Do you not agree there is a clear reason that if there's vitamin D milk, no one likes vitamin D milk. It must be there for a reason. Would you not agree that that is not potato milk? I mean, I don't really like to get involved in your relationship, Tyler. Or Sarah. It's not a relationship. Well, you two are living together, so there's something going on. with Kathy, Sarah refuses to get a marriage counselor. You're the next best thing we've got, a producer. Okay, I didn't really sign up to be a marriage counselor. Well, we don't know what a producer really does anyways, so why can't it? Okay. Or I, well, I don't. I'll, I'll give it the best try I can. Sarah, how does it make you feel when Tyler uses the vitamin D milk? It, I mean, it's his milk. I don't care. I, I wish he weren't still living in my house. I've told him that. Um, but, you know, he rented his apartment because he thought he was going to get that new job, and nobody can find an apartment now. Mm-hmm. I have an extra room. Tyler, how does it make you feel that Sarah stays in her room all the time and never talks to you? Lonely. Sarah, Sad. does that make you feel bad that Tyler is lonely and he wants to talk to you? Not really, because I just, I have to sleep and... 
Maybe you two can make some time together. Maybe this weekend. Maybe it, would, maybe it wouldn't feel so bad if somebody would let me get a Ferris wheel. Tyler, I have a proposal. Mm-hmm. Um, if you never make me talk to you about this stuff again on air, I will mm-hmm. talk to you tomorrow night. Just you, about, you and me, we can hang out at home and talk. About getting a Ferris wheel. Uh, about whatever you want to talk about. See, Kathy, you are a fantastic marriage I'm counselor. glad I could help. I really hope your relationship works out. Who do we got on the show today? We have Peter. Peter. Peter Poindexter. Peter Poindexter. Peter Poindexter? <laughs> Peter Poindexter? His last name's actually Poindexter. Yes. And remember, we don't make fun of guests for their name. They can't control that. No, it's a strong family name, I'm sure. <sighs> Peter, uh, <clears throat> Poindexter, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me, Tyler. So on the on the email in the subject line that Kathy sent me, it says that you are a pencil pusher? That is correct. I've been pushing pencils for the Bureau of the City Council for about uh, 10 years now. I would say that I love it, but that would be an understatement. <laughs> Hi, Peter. Peter, do you think that, that there should be a clear separation between your business life and your personal life? Most definitely. I know I wouldn't want my secretary in my living room. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. How would you feel if your secretary moved in with you because you said that she could move in temporarily or he could move in temporarily um, and he or she never moved out? I think that would feel like a betrayal to both my secretary and my country. Because then, I'm displaying a level of socialism that I not only abhor, but actively fight against. Well, I, if I'm providing free housing, oh, there's no reason Jesus. for us to have a job to go to. Also, it's, it's hardly free housing. It's a pull-out couch, Peter. And she used my milk for the potatoes the other day. I do love a good milk potato. Kathy, do you screen the people who come on this show? Sometimes. Because I I, th- I thought we had talked to Jonathan about how we were going to screen the people before they came on the show. I thought that was literally your job. Well, and Peter had a great resume. He's had plenty of experience. Did you talk to him? He's just talking about how he wants to defeat socialists. Um, he didn't put that in his resume, so no, I did not screen him. Um, Sarah, Peter, I'm sorry. You you are obviously a lifelong, dedicated civil servant. And here at Ask Questions, I, th- I think we can have a conversation about ideas. And some ideas aren't good ideas. Some ideas are better than other ideas. But I'm very curious as to just how long you've been in civil service. Thank you for that question, Tyler. I've been in civil service for over 15 years now. It's done a good amount of work in my life to improve my finances, security, and it's really given me a new sense of humor. Sure. You look like a barrel of laughs. If you don't mind me asking, I'm sorry if this is rude, how old are you now that you've been in it for 15 years? I'm 49, Tyler, but you could say I'm just going on 50. Wow, you look like you're 72. 
that's uh, that's what happens when you are in such a bureaucratic service. You get a certain maturity that you normally have to wait a long time to achieve. However, if you stay with your nose buried in the book and your pencil to the grind, you can find a couple wrinkles a little bit early in life. So, Peter, I want to ask you a question. When I earlier, I'm sorry, probably very rudely was talking about how we didn't... Um, how we didn't screen guests properly to get on this podcast. Um, you were talking about how you wanted to defeat socialism. You didn't react. You didn't say anything. I believe in freedom of speech. It's certainly not my place to tell you over Zoom how to annihilate your enemies. Uh, if you are successful, then you'll certainly be the one in charge. I don't know that Sarah has any enemies she needs to annihilate. Wait, hold on, Tyler. So, Peter, you're telling me that I can say literally anything to you and you will not react. Of course. Uh, I would expect the same thing from a, a, a man on a subway or perhaps a, a passerby so on I a could street. Like, I could, like, you tell know, you there's... that you're, like, your mom is a, a, a witch. And you did. And you can notice that I have very little facial expression Tyler, you since can do, then. Tyler, do perhaps a good one. Perhaps none. Why do I have to find, um, hey, Peter, you look like the kind of man that would have coitus with an iguana. You look like you were devoid of any emotions, and the only place that you could ever find the warmth embrace of anything biological is a reptile, because your eyes are cold and lifeless. Oh, that was good. Kathy, roast him. Tell him. Peter, it looks Mm. like you have a unibrow. With how close your eyebrows are together. Maybe that's just years of hard work. Mm, that's close. You're onto something there, Kathy. Try this. Hey, Peter. Mm-hmm. You've got so much fur on your forehead. You look like Sasquatch's taint. <laughs> Peter. You want to try again, Kathy? Yeah, I, go. I, I got it. Peter, it looks like you just swallow steak. You don't even chew it. Peter, I bet you didn't get very good grades in high school. Oh, Sarah. No, no, she's right, actually. I was not much of a student back growing up. But after I realized that it's up to me to put the pencil to the paper and push it, and then to push myself, that's when the grades started coming, and that's when I started settling into civil service. Peter, are you happy? Are you a happy man? Hmm... I would say yes. I'm very happy that I'm baseline. Constantly never too emotional, yet never too bereft of emotion. I like to consider myself just full of air enough to breathe. Peter, you look like your mom f***ed a bat. The great thing about America is that, of course you can say that. And perhaps you're right. If we looked at a picture of my mother, you could find some sort of bat-like qualities in the offspring that is me. Peter, what's your relationship like with your mother? Strictly formal. My mother knows that I file on December for Christmas letters to say, come to dinner, it's Christmas mother, and she accepts with an invitational reply that she is in fact coming to dinner for Christmas. Otherwise, it's not much of a mother-son relationship at all. Tyler, I thought that one would be good. It was, it was, it was better than the grades. Uh, for example, try this out. Hey, Peter. Hmm. You look like you would bore the shit out of a Quaker. <laughs> I might just bore them to death. 
And I think that's all right, as long as we remember society was built upon processes, executing those processes, and then logging them for history and future references. Peter, you're unflappable. You have been a civil servant for so long. I, you've almost you're bereft of normal emotions. How did you get your start in civil service? That you've you've come to this point. Where did you first push a pencil for the civilhood of the nation, or whatever you want to say? That would be the day that I testified against my own father in court. As you know, today is Father's Day, and unfortunately, mine had committed a heinous act of stealing a Snickers bar from a Walmart. And I, as a witness, owed my country a duty to turn him in. A Snickers bar? How old were you when this happened? Kathy, I would say I was between the ages of 17 and a half years and uh, almost 18, going on 18. Okay, so your dad caught red-handed with a chocolate confection chocked full of peanuts. And what's his story? What, what did he say when he was apprehended that he stole a Snickers bar? Tyler, he looked at me, his son, and he said, I was hungry. Why wait? And I replied, what if none of us waited, father? Then we would all be hungry. Hey, so Peter. Mm. Peter, how, how are you feeling right now? I'd say I'm feeling plain, uh, not too altered, mainly the same as I was when we started, perhaps even more the same. Peter, can you describe your perfect day? My perfect day would start with a dream I can't remember, my eyes fluttering awake, my legs stretching out to meet the ground, where I then would start my day cooking a breakfast, cleaning the breakfast, And the same for lunch and dinner, where I will end the night watching TV until I realize the material on the TV is far too socialist. In which case I would then fall asleep after pushing a rather lengthy note to the production company. Peter, you seem kind of obsessed with socialism. I think I am doing my country a service by providing a stable means of both getting and giving money, and yet not becoming a burden on anyone but myself. So, Peter, all you've told us is you're a pencil pusher, and you're a bureaucrat, and you hate socialism, but I have no idea what you do day to day. So what do you do day to day? Like, where do you work exactly? We have a wonderful, uh, we have a wonderful place downtown. Uh, It's called Tomlin and Tomlin. A uh-huh. series of brothers who founded it way back in the 1800s, and they've been pushing pencils and producing documents and filing. It's just a beautiful place. You would love it. They have a small, tiny waterfall, um, a very tiny. It's actually just a sink, but it's exciting when I, I turn the sink on and the water flows freely. Much like me throughout the day, I look at the sunrise, and with it, so do my eyes set at night. Guys, I'm sorry. I have no idea what he just said because I was so bored in the middle of it. I was so bored in the middle of that. I'm sorry, Peter. I have no idea what you just said. Uh, hey, Kathy. Can you, uh... Can you, like, kick Peter out of the call for a second? Can you just, uh... Can you just, uh, take him 
take him out for a minute, Peter. I forgot that I have to tell Tyler something about my medical history. It's private. That's quite all right. I'm counting my rubber bands now. This will take just a moment. Yeah, Peter, stand by. All right, he's out. Yes, Sarah? I don't think he's a bureaucrat. I'm... I have listened to about every other word he said, because this man is just dull. Okay. He is like a wet sandwich. There's just nothing there. There's nothing I want to have anything to do with. Maybe we should I try just... to crack them open, kind of like an egg. Maybe there's more too, Peter, than we just have to dig deeper. Well, Sarah, what do you think he is, if he, if not a bureaucrat? I don't know. I guess I guess you may be right. I guess he's a bureaucrat. I just don't know how he can be so boring. Maybe he's a spy. Oh. Not all spies go overseas and do James Bond stuff. A lot of them do desk work, you know? Maybe he's in the CIA. Maybe he has a history that kind of shaped him into the man he is today. Okay, I just started doing Ancestry.com. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to look up and I'm going to see if there's any Poindexters in his area. Yeah, maybe cross-reference it with the Tomlin and Tomlin. That was one of the things I heard. Tomlin and Tomlin. Yeah. That is a business. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Let me guess. Imports, exports? That's spy stuff. Imports, exports? Yeah, if Tomlin and Tomlin is imports and exports, that's spy stuff right there. I've seen enough movies to know that. It is imports and exports. That's their cover. That's what gives them, you know, they they can go overseas making all these deals. That's how it works. But even if we asked him if he was a spy, he wouldn't say yes, even if he was. Spy, that's like one the number one role of being a spy. Unless you're a bad spy. So what's a question that only a spy could answer, but a spy could, but if you weren't a spy, you couldn't answer? Maybe it's like the, are you a cop? And they have to tell you. Maybe we just say, are you a spy? And he has to tell us. Maybe we can try some hypnosis and put them in a, like a daze. Kathy, you're an amazing marriage counselor, but I don't think hypnotism is anything that you can do. I I saw it once on YouTube. I thought, you know. Oh my God, I do- I do love Darren Brown so much. Darren Brown could find out whether he was a spy. Who's Darren Brown? Oh my god, you don't know who Darren Brown is? He's he's like an illusionist. Um, Mm -hmm. He's British and he's amazing. He like uh, he played Russian roulette live on air, and then also he does these things that are just enormous. And like he did this thing where he convinced people to push someone off a roof to kill them, and like four of the five people who could get someone to convince them to push someone off a roof to kill them. And, like, he convinced a guy he was in a zombie apocalypse. I know this sounds like I'm making this up, but I'm not making it up. It's amazing. So he's like Chris Angel. He's like Chris Angel, but if Chris Angel did things to people that were just completely irresponsible, but still you really love him. And he's, like, tries to – and he – because he, like, rails against faith kill faith healers and stuff. He's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Nobody loves Chris Angel. <sighs> I'm sorry that I talked about Darren Brown for so long. But – um. He sounds a lot more interesting than this guy, unless he's a spy. Hello, group. Hello. I uh, I just want you to know I filed a paperwork with Zoom, and they've allowed me back into the meeting. Uh, it just took me a short moment, and I sent it off. I just had to tell you the funniest thing happened. I was filing my rubber bands, and I found a paperclip with two inside of it. Now, if that isn't someone trying to take someone else's job, I don't know what is. <laughs> 
you know Peter, I'd have to imagine uh, somebody that can file that kind of paperwork pretty quick must have some some pull with some higher-ups. You know what I mean? Must know some people. But I also just know how to CC the right people. Yeah, you got a, you got a little black Rolodex there with the right people. You know, you know who to squeeze. It's a white Rolodex, but you could say that the squeeze is right in the CC. Sorry, Peter, this doesn't have anything to do with you. It's weird, though. I just found this little box in my in my house, and it looks like it could be a microphone that someone has just left there. I shouldn't be worried about this, right? I would never tell you how to feel emotionally, Sarah. Oh, no, I Peter, would... I'm not talking about you. You, would, you wouldn't know anything about whether there's spy equipment in my house. Yeah, you look way too lame right. to know anything about bugs, mm -hmm. you know, tiny little wrist-mounted darts. Well, sometimes looks can be deceiving. I mean, sometimes I overhear a very important conversation at the water cooler every once in a while. Mm -hmm. About what? Tell me. I'm afraid that's workplace banter. <laughs> Peter, we, tell look, me. he doesn't. No, he doesn't know anything. I mean, he looks as boring as George Washington's wooden teeth. All right, he doesn't. He's not cool, right, guys? He wouldn't know anything. He's never held a gun. Peter, this is an open space. Feel free to express any of emotions that you're feeling right now. It can sure. be off the record if you want. I'm comfortable being comfortable. I feel a temperate, mild, cool air. I have a nice glass of iced water with two cubes in it. And I've made sure to put a coaster under it so there's not a ring of water left after it evaporates. Peter, what would happen if your drink had three ice cubes in it? Well, that would surely drop the temperature of my liquid, Kathy. And that could cause some cold teeth, depending on how it goes into my mouth and tongue. See, this is what I'm talking about. He may have felt a lot of different emotions. I'll tell you one feeling he's never had. The feeling of being rad. I'm sorry, Peter. You're just... There's no way you know anything cool about anything. You didn't hear any cool water talk. You're probably the guy that, when everyone comes up to the water cooler, everyone's like, shh, shh, it's that guy. He's probably going to talk about his oatmeal this morning or something and then no one tells you anything cool peter mm. do you know how to drive evasively um like do you do you know how to do you know how to like drive in a high speed situation i do it's just a normal everyday person thing i surely know how to turn my wheels outward when parking on an upward slant no on the peter hill. you're wrong you don't know how to drive evasively you can't do it you couldn't do it i could you couldn't beat me in a car chase well, what some people call evasive, others might call damaging to their vehicle and the path they're on. Peter, can I do a hypothetical with you? Absolutely. Let's say you were a spy. How would you spy on someone? Mm, likely I would gain their trust, personal information, finances, religious background. I'd look into if they had any spouses or blackmailable offenses. I'd be sure to keep a nice lookout on their garbage. You never know what they're hiding in their trash. What do people want to get rid of anyway? Peter, how long would you reckon it takes to to pass a microfilm if you had to swallow one? If you were just a guessing man, what would you say? Well, if I had, let's say, two ice cubes of water in front of me, and I had a microfilm that I wanted to swallow, I'd certainly put that in my mouth first and then use the water to wash it down towards my esophagus where it would surely open up into my stomach. There, the acids could not melt the plastic around the microfilm. 
It would make for an easy way to carry it across state lines. State lines? <laughs> You're right. Any lines, in fact. If you wanted to fly with it, it'd be as easy as getting on the plane and putting on your sleep mask. Do you, do you have a sleep mask, Peter? I don't like to put anything on my face. I like to be ready for anything, whether that's the open air, oily skin, or even the sun itself. Peter, I'm sorry. You can't say things like, I don't like to put anything on my face. You can't say that to me with a straight face. I, I don't believe that you are a human being right now. If I was Peter, I'd want to cover that face up. Am I right? <laughs> that was a good one, Tyler. That's a, it's not very nice to Peter. He's right here. But he, look, he's a robot. He's, I think he, he has, has no feeling. I think he has a past that has made him this way. I don't think he's a real boy. Peter, are you a real boy? I'm a fully grown adult man. I'm going on 50, and soon I could be dead. And that's why I always tell my friends and people like you to get life insurance as soon as possible. Peter, are you not mad that we're, that we're talking to you this way? Do you not feel disrespected? I know exactly who I am. And that definition doesn't change just because of some outside stimuli. What are you, Peter? I'm a pencil pusher. You said it <laughs> yourself, Tyler. I make sure things get done in an orderly fashion for the people who need it. And everyone needs order. Peter, who pays your salary? That would be Tomlin and Tomlin. They're still alive from the 1800s? It's not the original people. Of course, it's a new owner. Um, several people have to die in order for time to progress. There's no way someone could live to be 200 at the current rate of medicinal capability, Sarah. You know that. Peter, how was your childhood? Did you have a happy childhood? I had a nice, average summer every summer until I was a grown man. Everything else seemed to kind of fall to the wayside. I would say my favorite activity as a child, waking up and opening my eyes after a dream I forget, and putting my feet on the ground and greeting the sun without a single thing on my face. Oh my Peter, God. One, one more question before we have to wrap up with you. What would you do if I told you I was a card-carrying member of the Socialist Party? progressive, liberal, socialist, I want, let's just run everything by the state. Healthcare, um, DMV is already ran by the state, let's just, let's put more state into that th sucker, why not? You know? I want some universal basic income. Give me that UBI, baby. Certainly. Uh, yes, well, first I would assess if you legitimately wanted to sit down and Progress your agenda, at which point I would have to I listen do. you out and review your card. And once I had the information, I would have to start informing you of the pitfalls of your methods of ideology. And, of and course, if I didn't repent? I suppose you could continue down that destructive path of sharing every single atom in your body until there was nothing left. But uh, that's what's great about America. People like me can set up systems and organizations to put you in a place where you can't give away everything because you don't know how little you actually have until it's gone. Peter, we usually end the show on a lightning round where we do like rapid fire questions and you give us a rapid fire answer. The problem is I kind of can't stand you. So 
I want to do a lightning roast instead. Would you be, you think you're a good enough sport to do a lightning roast instead? Sarah, Kathy, you guys want to do a lightning roast? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think yes. I would love that. I uh, feel very mild, and I think I'm going to stay that way throughout the roast. Yeah, man of the hour. Peter, you look like the person who wrote that Bernie Sanders meme about giving away 99% of your birthday cake, but then you didn't have friends because you're a socialist. Thank you. Peter, you look like you picked a bunch of pickled peppers. I do enjoy a pepper if it's not too spicy. Peter, you look like somebody who would enjoy that movie Space Cowboys. What's wrong with the open frontier and the outside world and aliens are involved? Peter, you look like someone that listens to Cat Stevens just to feel alive. Well, guilty as charged. Peter, your nose is a little bit big. Peter, your nose is a little too small. Which which one of those was better, Tyler? Neither. Peter, you look like Jack Lemmon's ghost. I have appeared rather pale throughout the years. Peter, you look like your heart is three sizes too small. I do have an arrhythmia in my chest. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you to our uh, expert, Mr. Peter Poindexter, played by Adario Mercadante. Say hi, Adario. Hi, everybody. If you guys like that episode, be sure to share it. And you guys can also follow me at Adario1 on Instagram. We just reached a thousand followers, y'all. Woo! Oh, yay for a thousand. And if you guys don't mind, we really appreciate not only you sharing the show, but reviewing us on your podcast platform of choice. Uh, Also, Kathy is going to give you some social needs and ways to reach out to us because we are a entirely improvised podcast. We love to get suggestions from you, the listening audience of somebody the Ask Questions crew should interview. Guys, if you like what you just heard, make sure to follow us at Ask Questions Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Hey, Tyler, uh, Mm -hmm. didn't you just do something that you want to share? Or is it not ready yet? Oh, um, it's it's not ready yet, but uh, yeah, I can talk about it. It'll be uh, last week I did uh, Spencer Frankenberger's uh, Improv Summit YouTube show. We will be doing that episode doesn't air until August, but I will be posting the audio on our channel as kind of a early release. And uh, also to maybe get you guys uh, looking into some of Spencer's stuff because he was an amazing guest. He's a very funny guy. We loved having him on. He's a friend of the podcast. Uh, it'd be great if you guys checked him out as well. What what two episodes did he do it again? I'm sorry, what? What two oh, episodes? Oh, he did um, our last two episodes, actually. Uh, Justified. Right now. Yes, in JJ's place. Yes. Thanks for listening. We love you. 